Welcome to the Redefine Your Career Journey podcast, where we help career-minded professionals like you become the CEO of your career. I'm Laura Bayshore, and I'm here with my co-host, Mary Jane Brandt. Together, we have over 25 years of experience in career development and coaching. We're thrilled to share our insights and expertise with you on this podcast. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, tune in, and let's start the show. Hey, today we're diving into a topic that we both personally know a thing or two about, and it's really shaping the modern workforce, and it's called the gig economy, and we can thank the pandemic for bringing this to the forefront. That's right, Mary. The gig economy has transformed the way people work, offering flexible arrangements and new opportunities. But it's also raised a lot of questions about stability and are there really benefits? Great. Um, we're going to be exploring what exactly the gig economy is, the rise of freelancing, and weighing in on the pros and cons of these flexible setups. So what exactly is the gig economy? It's a labor market characterized by short-term contracts and freelance work, where individuals take on temporary jobs or gigs rather than traditional or full-time employment. And who is this for? Pretty much everybody, right? Yeah. Um, so to back that up, I'm gonna share some research that I found, which states that nearly two in five or 39% of US adults have a side hustle. And that's according to the bank rate survey that was conducted this year. Side hustles are a way for people to earn extra money aside from their regular income. And for many Americans, side hustle income isn't just for fun money. Did you know, Mary, generally those with a household income of 100,000 and over, so 100,000 a year and over, are more likely to have side hustles. About 45% of people who- That's interesting. I feel like almost everyone has a side hustle today. I mean, the cost of eggs and toilet paper alone, you practically have to. And then, you know, with gas prices and just the way the world is, I feel like so many people have a side hustle. So if you have a corporate job and have a side hustle or you're thinking about one, don't check out yet. You're going to want to hear what we have to say. There's no doubt that this trend has gained immense popularity. Think about Uber um instacart right uh there's so many different side hustles out there there's uh the mlms that you know you're selling something whether it's jewelry makeup essential oils i mean i did that at <laughs> one point uh yeah. you know have you ever done any of those odd little side hustles laura um I have oh you know what i did at the beginning of the pandemic when i had to bring my kids in and I realized I was going to be responsible for their education, I started selling Osborne books because as you know, I love to read. Yes. And I was like, I got to educate these kids and I need some fun books to do it. So I thought probably some other moms needed to do that too. So yeah, I did do that for a stint. There you go. Well, many mid-level professionals in our audience might be considering gig work as an option for a career change or for the flexibility that it provides. And one thing I wanna to add to that too, Mary, is that some of our audience might already have a side hustle or a gig, but they're just not acknowledging that 
and saying that it's more than a hobby. So if you are taking in income, welcome. You've got a side <laughs> gig, right? So uh, we're going to be sharing insights on the potential benefits of the gig economy. Think about the autonomy and control it offers you over your work schedule and projects. And it can be an attractive way to help get some balance or harmony with your work and personal life. Absolutely. But on the other hand, we can't ignore the potential downsides like the lack of job security, employee benefits like health insurance or a yeah. retirement plan. Or let's even talk about holidays and vacation time off. Right. Um, these are things that you need to carefully consider before going full time in your side hustle. Absolutely. So let's not forget about the challenges of consistent income, the mm. side hustle, uh, the way to find new gigs, right? Because there's a lot of ebb and flow with that, as we'll discuss here. So it's a really dynamic landscape, and it requires a lot of adaptability on your half. It sure does. So throughout this episode, we're going to be providing tips on how to thrive in the gig economy from building a strong personal brand, which y'all know that's at my heart. Everyone needs to have a personal brand to networking strategically. These strategies yes. can really help set you up for success. So whether you're thinking about diving into freelancing or just curious about the gig economy, this episode is going to be jam-packed with valuable information. Stay tuned as we explore the ins and outs of the gig economy and how it might fit into your career journey. Let's start out by talking about all of the pros that come with having a side hustle. So I think number one that we think about is flexibility. Gig work often allows for a high degree of flexibility in terms of when and where you work. And this can be especially beneficial for individuals who need to balance work with responsibilities such as childcare, education, or pursuing personal interest. As you're speaking to me over here with the childcare, right? Um, another pro is the variety of opportunities. So gig work encompasses a wide range of roles and industries from ride sharing, food delivery, freelance writing, hey, uh, graphic design, and consulting work. Then this diversity allows individuals to explore various types of work and potentially discover new passions or skills. And then this is a big one, autonomy. I know a lot of professionals who are craving some more autonomy. In the gig work arena, typically you have more control over the work that you take on compared to traditional employees. You can also set your own schedule, choose the projects that you want to take on and decide how to approach that work task. So this autonomy can lead to increased job satisfaction. Well, those are all the pros, but you know what comes with those, Laura? The cons. What's uh -oh. the downfall of the gig economy? And I'm going to be talking about that today. So I've got three cons for you. The first one, I think you all know, income stability. You know, it's very unpredictable. Your income is up and down all over the place. Gig workers may face periods of high demand, followed by dry spells making it yeah. challenging to maintain a stable income, right? The lack of financial predict predictability can be really stressful. Um, and then let's true. talk, right? And what else about, what about lack of benefits? 
I mean, many of us still need insurance, health insurance and stuff. So traditional employees often receive benefits, you know, such as health insurance, retirement plans and paid time off. I haven't had that in a long time. How about you, Laura? Paid time off is out the door. It's our own schedule. Um, That's true. It's about uh, sacrificing. Have I saved up enough? Yes. Yeah. Um, gig workers typically don't enjoy these type of benefits, which means that you've got to cover all those costs yourself. And this can result in added financial burdens. So in hindsight, you actually might need to work more or earn more money, I should say, to cover these additional expenses that typical um, traditional employees have covered with the benefits, the holiday pay and vacation time. And then let's talk about job insecurity. You know, many gig mm -hmm. workers, they face this job insecurity. They, they lack job protections such as legal recourse. Uh, wrongful against wrongful termination. Additionally, some gig platforms may deactivate a worker's account without any explanation or recourse, leaving them with no income. And I think we can talk about some of those platforms in a moment. Um, it's yeah. important to right. It's important to really note that the experience of gig work can vary widely depending on the specific platform, the industry, and the individual preferences. Some people may thrive in a gig economy while others feel it's just way too challenging. You, I think that you have to kind of have a business sense of mind because of, you're running your own business doing the, the gig economy. Let's take a pause right here to refresh your coffee and hear from our sponsors. Are you an entrepreneur or a small business owner? How are you attracting business? Join San Diego's elite team referral networking group. You will own your spot in one of team's category exclusive chapters. Network with a purpose and receive quality referrals and thrive. Don't hire a sales team. Join one. Call today, 619-731-0395 or visit teamreferralnetwork.com to give your business the boost that it needs. Team, together, everyone achieves more. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing, or just starting to look for your dream home, you need a trusted lender. Island Girl Pam Campbell is here to make your experience smooth and easy. She's approved with over 100 banks, which gives her the ability to provide you with a full range of mortgage products to meet your goals. Pam will walk you through every step, ensuring you understand the process and options to finance your home. Mortgage is made easy. You believe it. Island Girl will achieve it. Visit islandgirl.com, I-L-E-N-D-G-I-R-L.com, NMLS number 29. Three three six five, And I think at this point, Laura, I, I want to talk about our experience in the gig economy because you have your own story and I have a story. Why don't we start with your gig economy and, and how that blossomed into something great? Sure. The, the first thing, since we do have platforms, I will just add that using those platforms, like maybe a task rabbit or how I started my career coaching was through Thumbtack. Those are great ways to start to build up your business. But to your point, Mary, get away from those platforms as soon as you can, because they can just pull the plug at any time. They take an amount of your money. So those are there for you to start to build up your clientele and then really work on your referrals to grow in that way. Um, with one business that I own. So I own three businesses and, and this is from a woman who never wanted to. Okay. I had 
my grandfather and my dad, they owned their own business. I saw how hard they worked, that there were no vacations. And I was like, who would ever want to do that? I'm with Me, you. Apparently. <laughs> so um, how this started for us is a perfect example of how a side gig turned into full income and actually a legacy for my family. So my grandfather was a mechanic and he owned two auto mechanic shops in Fresno and Visalia, California. Eventually, um, in the 2010 eras, uh, he and my father, who was working for him, they decided to start to just sell a couple of transmission parts that they weren't doing anything with. They just threw them up on eBay and just doing it as like for fun. Let's see what we can get. So it started generating a little bit of income, a little bit of revenue for them. My father eventually took it over when my grandfather passed away a few months later. And when my father took it over, because he had been hands-on laboring for so many years, he knew what people actually wanted. He brought in some different products, turned it into a, a, a six-figure business within the first year and so he closed down his physical labor shop of auto mechanic, just started doing that and was making more money than he ever made as a laborer. Those that crazy, crazy good. <laughs> yeah. And then the last part of it and how this turned into a legacy for my family is that my husband and I were in a position in 2019 to purchase the business, Classic Transmission Solutions, and it's where we sell transmission parts online. So it's an e-commerce site. And that is our main revenue and our main income. So we even doubled what it was when we took it over. And it's just a great example of how turning something that you know a little bit about into a side gig, working it for a little bit, and then watching it blossom can turn into, that's how we support ourselves now. Our main revenue is from that. And it's something that also ties back into my family. So I love that, you know, because I didn't want to be a mechanic, but I do love that I can continue the business. I love that story. And I think so many people, probably a lot of our listeners, they probably have a side hustle. Maybe that's how they, you know, maybe it is their whole career. Maybe they're thinking about it. I want to encourage people to give it a try. But I also want to say, give it a try while you're fully employed. You know, I started uh, my I started my business while I was um, well employed. Well, there's a longer story there, but we're not going to go into that. I did. Um, I was working full time. Uh, probably off and on for four years why I had my business at different times. And what that means is really managing your time properly, knowing what you can take on, knowing what yeah. hours are your business hours versus your career hours. And it does mean sacrificing some nights and weekends. But in my opinion, it was worth it because I was able to continue to grow my business while I was working. And it takes that financial stress off. So if you're thinking about starting, <clears throat> excuse me, thinking about a side hustle or a side gig, I want to encourage you to do that now why you have your job because A, it's easier to pay for things that you need if you need a website or supplies, you know, or maybe you're shipping parts out. Um, and it just, you know, it eases 
I want to say the worry and the stress because you're going to make mistakes when you start your side hustle and gig. You don't know what you don't know until you jump all into it. So that's my biggest piece of advice for that. But I want to share a story that recently happened. Um, I've been buying some things off Facebook Marketplace, which I love, and I'm buying new things at a big discount price. And when I went to meet someone at a storage unit, I asked them about it. Like, how are you able to buy, to sell me this brand new patio set at this price? And they buy from places like liquidation.com. Um, they buy pallets from Amazon or Home Depot or Lowe's. And the person that I was meeting, I was just very curious about this. So I was asking a lot of questions and they were happy to share. She started a Facebook group for other people that do this kind of selling because it is very, very popular these days. And yeah. they, they buy the bigger ticket items. So like you can get brand new fridges, patio sets, brand new couches, desks, things like that. And um, they started it because they, the husband and wife team, they had both gotten laid off from a banking institution and, you know, they got a nice severance pay. So they decided to take that and turn that into something. So it started very small with like a $500 investment. They now, Laura, have four storage units. It is their full-time job. So this side hustle turned into this full-time job that supports them. And they get to do it together. That's crazy. And that's that's fantastic. And I think that's something great to share too, because sometimes when people are like, oh, I'd love to get out of what I'm doing, start a side gig, run my own thing, but I have no idea. I have no idea what I would buy. Or I've even had some people say, I have no talent. <laughs> thinking that they don't have something to offer. And your example right there is a perfect way that you can start your own business or your own side hustle without needing to, you know, they're not crafting the furniture. They're not crafting the things you're buying. They are reselling. And that's a great way to do it too. You're so right. And she just learned. And so I think a lot of people out there, if you ask them about it, you know, if you're buying something off Facebook or you see someone doing a side hustle, ask them how they got started. Ask them, what are your three biggest challenges? What are the three best things that came out of it? I love the power of three. Keeps it simple, right? So another story, this gentleman, um, I was buying a lamp and they said they deliver it. Now that's unusual on Facebook Marketplace and it didn't cost me anything else. He's actually selling and delivering stuff on Facebook Marketplace and it's like fixtures and lamps you know, these kind of items. And he's actually a home inspector is what he's trained for. And he's working full time as that. However, he told us that he makes more money doing his side hustle more per hour than he does as a home inspector, he said, which he makes $125 an hour. And so his goal is to transition, right? So yeah. And so I just want to encourage people, you know, side hustles can become your full-time gig. But, and I think it's good to test things out. I've tested, you know, Laura, I've done Young Living Oils. I've done different things. My mom sold Avon right back in the day. And those things just, those things like never aligned with me as a full-time thing. I, I basically did the Young Living Oil so I could just get the oils at the discount, right? So sometimes that side hustle is to get the discount, but there are a lot of genuine side hustles in today's um, economy, the gig economy that can really set you up and you can make over a hundred grand and set your own hours. And I think for a lot of people trying to 
struggle with that life balance or raising kids, right? Or maybe homeschooling. Maybe this is the answer instead of a traditional career. And with that, I want to say there's nothing wrong with it. I think in the past, we've been tarnished that we have to follow this career path, right? And we have to work a nine to five to be successful. And I want to encourage people now is the time to think outside the box. Well, and also it was, um, especially pre-pandemic, if you didn't have an office, you were looked at as if somehow you had less value. You know, I mean, that was something that I faced a lot when I started my business because I was doing this, you know, I've been doing my a new resume and career services for over eight years. It came exactly out of what you said. My first son didn't do well at daycare. So then I started applying what I was already doing into my own business. But a lot of times when I would talk to people and they'd say like, oh, well, where do you work out of? I was like, oh, I have an office at home. Like I do everything at home. And people would be like, oh. And so oh. I will say one great thing about the pandemic is it's no longer looked at like that. And thank goodness, because uh, there is no less value in that. You should embrace that and instead think about you're just controlling the way that you run your time. Um I have a lot of things going on. And whenever people hear what I have going on in a day, they think it's crazy. But I built everything and scaled everything. To your point, Mary, I had the stability of the income of my other business, the e-commerce business that I mentioned, while I started scaling my business. And just like you had your job while you were scaling your business, it helps you not rush into things. I think it really helps to ease that. It may seem more stressful because you're putting more on your plate, but it really eases that financial yeah. stress. And I think finance is one of the biggest stresses that you can have ever, right? Yeah. I mean, you got to have money to pay bills, function. You got to have money, you know, to pay bills and you have to have oh. money to eat or to buy your clothes, whatever it is. So I'm a big proponent of starting a side hustle, but doing it while you have a job or another source of income. And some of the things like, um, so in this next year, I'll be adding some streams of revenue, revenue streams to my portfolio. And I want to encourage people, what do you love? What is it that you love to eat, wear, go? There are affiliate programs as well. And why that's not a full-fledged side hustle. If there's a product that you love, for example, I love coffee. And let's just leave that there that you guys should watch for some coffee promotions in the future here. Um, <laughs> yes. Right? I love wine too, right? So there are ways to start building a brand, what you're known for, what you love, and make some money on that, whether it's um, an affiliate program whether it is a full-fledged side hustle or gig job. So there's things outside you can do uh, designing. You could be a copywriter. You could uh, be a branding person. There are a lot. If you're in the creative space, there's a lot that you can do as a side hustle until you build up enough business where you can leave your full-time job. Exactly. Uh, so that can also be, to your point, adding in another stream of revenue and keeping that as well. You know, so I added on another business this year, mm -hmm. as you know, which was Team Referral Network here in San Diego County. And 
that came from exactly what you just said there, Mary. I started networking in this organization over four years ago, grew within it as one of their leaders, and then it came up for purchase and they asked if I was interested to do it. And I said, well, okay, sure, let's do that. So see, always be open for the opportunity. And I think always be networking and having conversations just because you're having a conversation with someone doesn't mean that you have to say yes, right then. But maybe yeah. it'll open up your mind to, hey, I never thought about this as a revenue stream. I'd like to give it a try. This fits with who I am, what I believe in. It aligns with my talents. So I could do this. Um, I'm so proud of you for all the businesses that you've been a part of and that you've owned. And I know team referral is amazing. Thank you so much. And I just want to throw it back at you as well, because um, it's wonderful to have a partner, somebody that I can work with who we're on the same page with things. We support each other. And that's one of the other great things about a side gig is you're not going to miss working with people because you find your people. And yeah. so I think that's a great place for us to wrap up today. We've left a lot of great information for our audience to think about. If you enjoyed the podcast, show us some love. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And if you have any feedback, go ahead and share that with us too, because we want to hear from you. And don't forget to visit our website, Redefine Your Career Journey, that can help you take the next step in your career. Woohoo! We'll see you next week with another episode to help you redefine your career journey. Until then, stay focused, stay motivated, and stay caffeinated.